Welcome to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me today is Mitch Wilson. Welcome, Mitch. Hi, Father. Thanks for having me. Yeah, great to have you. Let's start with a prayer in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we rejoice in your many gifts. Um, we bring to you um, our hearts this day and all of the, um, the needs and petitions which they hold. We ask, O oh Lord, that you especially bless our listeners um, and bless this time together. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. So, Mitch, I've known you for a long, long time, back when you were in high school. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, and, you know, but, but as we begin this series on com- of con- conversations on discipleship, it's always good to hear your story and kind of how you came to know the Lord and how He's kind of guided you. Um, to where you are now. Absolutely. Yeah, I know it's been, when you were at St. Matthew's, it was a long, long time. That was my first time uh, meeting you. So yeah, I I grew up quote-unquote Catholic uh, as far as I, back as I can remember. So my parents, my mom grew up in a very Greek Orthodox family. Like my big fat Greek wedding, everything mm-hmm. in that movie is true. Like my papu still uses uh-huh. off-brand Windex on everything, and it's all true. And so she grew up in that culture. My dad grew up in a in a, in a uh, Catholic family. And so when they met up in Northern Ohio, when my dad was at Kent State, uh, they hit it off. And my dad was sick of growing up in uh, in in Northern Ohio, so he wanted to go out to California. So he goes to California. My mom follows him out there. My mom grew up in a culture where it was more focused on the Greek heritage than the actual faith, and she wanted a little bit more in that. And my dad was kind of looking for an avenue to take the faith on for himself. And so they were church hopping for most of my very young life. And so I remember going to different churches on different Sundays, and in 2001, we went into a Catholic church, and they were super welcoming, and the priest had us over for dinner, and was asking a lot of questions and answering a lot of my parents' questions, and it was just where we were supposed to be. I remember as a family making the decision, this is where we're going to be. And so since 2001, cradle Catholic, more or less, yeah. uh, going to church on Sunday, and that's how it how it was. We went to Mass on Sunday. I knew that was important. My parents did a great job of showing me that God is a loving God who's, you know, you know, life is full of adventure. We're living in Southern California in San Diego at the time. It's beautiful, and it's a very good, joyful, peaceful life. But anything other than Mass, I didn't want anything to do with. I mm-hmm. actively avoided youth group and any, any sort of retreat or anything like that. And it just started to be a little too weird, a little too happy, a little too silly, and I would rather be riding bikes or going to the beach with my friends, and that was the way that it went until we moved back to Ohio to be closer to family, better environment for my younger two siblings as well in 2008, which is when I met you over at, uh, at uh, Gehanna at St. Matthew's. And uh, still actively avoiding retreats. I think my mom forced me and my sister to go on one at St. Matthew's. And uh, that's how it was until college. And that's when I really started to make some more decisions of um, what do I stand for? You know, kind of this inward focused, I'm out of the house for the first time. So what is important to me? And since I was at OSU Newark, my freshman year of, of college, at an apartment with my wrestling buddy in, in, from high school, I remember I would go home on the weekends because there wasn't much going on and I'd rather spend the time at home. And so I'd go to Mass with my family still until the Holy Day of Obligation came in 2022 for All Saints Day. And I remember walking up to my my roommate and saying, hey, do you want to go to Mass with me? Because I knew he was kind of loosely Catholic. 
And uh, he said, no, I don't do that anymore. Okay, okay, great. And so I got dressed, feeling like a million bucks. I'm this young guy going to mass on my own, never done this before, walking into St. Francis de Sales and just imagining the older church ladies looking at me, look at this young boy coming, you know, at that mass, how good for him. And I remember being so proud of myself, and I walk in halfway, sit on the right side, and at, at the sales, they have the, the, the long procession that goes all the way around at the beginning of Mass. And as soon as the cross passed me going down the aisle on the left side, I just start bawling. For, mm. And I couldn't figure out what's going on. One second, I was so proud, and the next second, I'm like, nobody look at me. I don't know why I'm crying. And about halfway through Mass, around the time of the consecration, I remember having the thought and the prayer of, God, I'm so sorry I haven't made this my own yet. I've just been riding on my family's coattails for so long. I'm so sorry I haven't taken this upon myself. So I remember going back and having a long conversation with my roommate, and he's asking me all these questions of why I believe what I believe, and I'm throwing out fake answers because I don't know any of the answers to any apologetic questions whatsoever, and I research all night, and then from that point got plugged into SPO, which was a St. Paul's Outreach. It's this campus ministry at Ohio State, Catholic campus ministry, and they were very good at welcoming me in, and it was the first time I'd ever seen masculinity and faith come together, since my mom was kind of the faith driver of the family. And so uh, when, when I saw these guys who were, who were playing intense sports and then would go back and have dinner together at a really clean house and give a talk about the importance of being Catholic men in today's world, it was blowing my mind. I said, I, I want to be a part of this. And since then, my, my faith has just continued to, to grow from there. So that's a little bit of my, my backstory. Excellent, excellent. Um, if you're tuning in, this is Conversations on Discipleship, and I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me today is Mitch Wilson. Um, Mitch, a um, couple of things I wanted to kind of hit on from from your story of faith. So your family's own kind of search for the church, and, you know, eventually they find this uh, Catholic parish and everything like that. What—and you guys mentioned—you mentioned that you go to ma- you went to Mass every Sunday yes. and everything. What was kind of the prayer life of the family? Yeah, it was very— it was very short. It was very brief. We prayed before every dinner, and my dad generally led the prayer. Occasionally, he would ask one of me or my two younger siblings to pray before dinner. Very, very basic, loose. There was no official, you know, we're saying in our Father or anything like that. It was, what are you thankful for? Just say a, 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 a prayer, a random prayer before dinner. And then a little bit, we would pray before we were encouraged to play, uh, pray before bed, and that was really the extent of it, other than I knew that my mom was praying for me every day. She was always up before any of us were up, and she was sitting at the couch with her cup of coffee, and she had her, her reflection book and her Bible, and I knew she was praying for all of us and for the family, and that's generally the way that it stayed growing up. So prayer was present. I knew my mom was, was praying, uh, and it was loosely present throughout the week, but that was the extent of it. That uh, Where did she... Um kind of did have a conversion experience? Because you mentioned that her background, it was more of just sort of the ethnic identity. Yeah. So her culture, like I said, she grew up in a very Greek Orthodox, uh, my big fat Greek wedding, kind of hilarious culture. And uh, her parents were both very much into the faith. She was into the faith uh, from a young age to some extent, um, but was hungry for more. And I think around the time that we uh, came into the into the Catholic Church in 2001 as a family. She was asking questions. It seemed very familiar to her, be, being from an Orthodox mm-hmm. faith, and so there was a lot of carryover there, and there 
there was a lot of uh, questions that she had growing up that were answered in the church, and it just continued to snowball from that point of wanting to learn more and coming closer to a relationship with Jesus in that process. And that um, movement uh, uh, that you had, the sort of the moment at um, St. Francis de Sales in yeah. New York, where you kind of made it your own, did you see in it um, kind of a question from the Lord to accept Accept the faith on your own? Yeah, I think if I look back, uh, or when I think back to that moment, uh, during the consecration, I just remember having this, this, this feeling in my, in my chest that God was saying, you know, I've always been here. You know, I've always been here, and I'm so glad you're here. And that was the moment where I realized, okay, this is, this is real. You know, God, you are real, and this is church is beautiful. The whole the church body, the tradition is beautiful. And I'm so sorry I haven't taken this upon my own yet. And I, I vowed that day, I'm going to take this more seriously um, for myself, for my family, for, for my future. I want to be close to God in this. I had no idea what that looked like at all, but I knew it was going to be important moving forward. It wasn't until I got to SPO that I really got some of the, the structure behind what that could look like. And you were at OSU Newark at this Correct. point. And then when did you transfer to the Maine? So I, I spent one year at Ohio State Newark and then transferred over to Maine campus for my sophomore year. And is that where you met SPO then was on Maine campus? Correct. So my mom, being she was praying for me every day. When I came back from that weekend of going to Mass on my own, and I'm, she could detect that there was something going on in me. And she was in a Bible study at St. Matthew's, and one of her friends had told her about SPO as a resource. And so I came back, and she knew exactly how to word it. She said, hey, I know you're looking to get to Maine campus. There's a group of good guys in a cheap living situation that I think you might want to check out. Because I know, she knew that if she said anything to do with faith or Bible study or whatever it was, I was going to go right past it. And so she saw there was something going on with me, maybe with what I was telling the story of Mass or going on my own. And, and she suggested that. And so I shot them an email. They invited me to a men's night. And that's, that's how I got plugged in. Mm. Um, I think we will um, maybe in our next segment explore even more the SPO sure. um, point. But did it, so it it started with like a weekend is that is that what you did so you contacted them and then they invited you to one of their formational Absolutely. weekends yeah this was a, a men's night specifically so i came i they were playing uh, ultimate frisbee and i was kind of expecting weak soft you catch it sort of style of ultimate frisbee and these guys were hitting each other and i mean one guy got like pretty injured and i was like this is awesome i've never seen you know intense masculinity and faith coming together and then we went to a dinner and there was some really good deep discussion about life's important questions and uh, i was i was hooked on it from that point yeah and a real openness then to yeah. like moving into a household environment yes. and everything like that yep excellent um, well, you've been listening to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me today has been Mitch Wilson. Um, you still work with SPO I do. now, too, so it's kind of been a lasting legacy that um, <laughs> SPO has kind of instilled in you. Um, let's end with a brief prayer in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, we give you thanks for Mitch and for this time together and for his testimony uh, we ask that you uh, touch the hearts of all of those most in need of, of coming to a personal possession of, of their relationship with you. Uh, we ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And until next time, peace and all good.